Welcome to Dripping in Divinity, a transmission from our hearts to yours. My name is Zoe Dane. I am a certified hypnotherapist and divine feminine embodiment guide. And I am Karina Paz, and I am a channeled soul coach. Our intention is for you to tune into this frequency to know that you are not alone on your spiritual journey. May we serve as your spirit sisters as you ascend into your highest timeline. This portal has been created as a sacred space for you to explore, grow, and to feel cozy in our cosmic vibes. But the container of us being here to speak into what is coming up for us is what we're focused on. And now I'm getting too wordy. But the point is, last week we ended with um, moving towards gratitude. So that is what we're doing today, speaking into that. And I feel like the week has already unfolded with new teachings of gratitude and teaching me how to get back in that space and centered in that and how important that practice is and what a practice it is, actually. Reminding myself that it's so important to wake up with gratitude every day, but how it can slip from us sometimes. And this is why talking about it and, and getting yourself in that vibration again is so powerful to realign yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what your cosmic assignment came up with, with both of us knowing we were getting into this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, piggybacking off of that. Um, it is really easy. I, I feel like the ego is so, the default for the ego is to focus on everything going wrong mm. and, um, and to kind of harbor these expectations of what we should be doing, what we could be doing, where we could be. The grass is always greener on the other side kind of you know mentality that is just, um, it can be a very default programming if we're not really mindful about our own energy and like where our attention is going so like the line you know uh energy goes where our attention flows Mm. neurons that wire together fire together like dr joe Joe dispenza Dispenza. uh uh-huh says is so true and so um relevant to what we're talking about because the practice of gratitude is such a simple yet profound practice for shifting and reorienting our perspective from even the darkest spaces in our lives. Yes. So this past week um, has just been a reorientation um, and a mindfulness around reorienting my default programming back into gratitude. So like Karina, you were just saying, waking up in the morning and having that be the first thing that you put your attention and focus on, you know, um, First thing in the morning. So I had a meeting with my hypnotherapist. Uh, I love hypnotherapy for positive reinforcement and for um, really rewiring the neural pathways in the Mm -hmm. mind to focus on the positive. Mm -hmm. So I had um, a hypnotherapy appointment with my hypnotherapist last week where I really had her weave in everything positive that I want to focus on. And imprint in my mind. So first thing in the morning, I've been listening to that. 
because 30 minutes after we wake up is when our subconscious mind is the most suggestible to any kind of reinforcement. So if we're waking up and we're immediately looking at Instagram, that's going to be reinforcing a certain narrative that is, you know, outside of our own system. Yeah. And most people's narrative of looking into Instagram first thing in the morning, you're automatically going to think that you're not enough or... Well, I wouldn't say automatically, but one of the programs of looking into other people's frame is you're already comparing yourself of what you don't have. Right. And how they have life so much better. And so being able to use this time to really wire in what you're grateful for already sets you up for the day to be in that vibration. Absolutely. And it's like you want to take the reins of your life, take the reins of your morning. Mm. And then have that be a daily practice because your life is a summation of your daily habits. So if you can really utilize and harness the energy and the sacredness of your ripe morning and like have the discipline, which is what I've been practicing this week is like, you know, morning practice has been crucial in my development. And the last, I guess there were a couple weeks of this year already where I did not have a morning practice Uh, and my foundation was super rocky. And it's so vital for so many of us to establish that. But I knew, know you in particular, how important a morning routine is for you. Oh yeah. I was traveling with Teddy, my, Mm -hmm. my partner. And like, I was so off my morning practice that I felt so out of balance and out Mm -hmm. of whack. Mm -hmm. And it really is a way that I regulate and, and, and set the trajectory of my day. Mm-hmm. So especially, you know, for people who have certain kind of imprints, like our body holds the keys and the codes to everything we've been through in our life. So if there's been like, um, you know, an environment around us that hasn't felt safe, then it's our responsibility as adults now to create that safety within ourselves. And that really in my experience, starts with a morning routine and practice Mm -hmm. and especially the gratitude. Just really feeling into what you're grateful for, the fresh new day, the fact that you woke up, your health, the health and well-being of your loved ones, you know, like the cup of cacao or coffee you get to make in the morning. So that's been a really powerful practice as I have my gratitude journal um, with the, the prompts already in there. So it's like an affirmation in the morning, uh-huh. the gratitude, and then doing my hypnosis and mm-hmm. then making my cacao. And so I want to share this with everyone who's listening is cacao is a very powerful medicine that I use every morning. Um, the, the experience of making the cacao and consuming it and actually setting and infusing it with the intention of opening my heart of creation, of love, whatever it is I want to infuse into the day. Like that's a super, super powerful medicine plant energy to work with when you're working on opening your heart and cultivating an attitude of gratitude. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. One last thing I'll share because I know I'm going really long here and then I want to pass it back over to you. It's all a flow. It is. It's It's all all a flow. flow. Yeah, I guess one thing that I can speak into is there was a night that I slept at Teddy's house Mm -hmm. and there was a gut feeling because my boyfriend and I don't live together yet. So there was a gut feeling to come home and I wasn't listening to myself. And I woke up in the morning and I went to my car and I started it and it sounded like a Harley Davidson. And I was like, oh, I must just be out of gas. 
but it wasn't the gas. So I called AAA and someone stole my carburetor. My, uh, what is it? Catalytic? Oh, catalytic converter. Yeah. yeah. Someone stole that from yeah. under my car and I wasn't able to drive my car. So now my car's in my driveway and I have to, I get to stay put at my house and mm-hmm. I am seeing this at first. I was like, damn, this sucks. Of like I had to call AAA. I had stuff in my car that I had to transfer to a lift and then take a lift home. And it just felt like Murphy's law was in full effect but it was kind of a, the same feeling of what happened when COVID and the pandemic hit, ah. where it was like this brief moment of fear. And then all of a sudden I was just like, ah, and it's like this aha moment of like, nah, this mm. is happening in service to mm. what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. This is happening in service to like, even with the pandemic to humanity. Yes. So how can I reorient my focus back to gratitude in this situation that seems so dire? Okay. The universe is really clearly telling me to stay put so that I can focus and put my energy into my creations and my offerings and my services to the world right now. Right. So instead of looking at it as like, oh, I'm stuck, it's like, no, I'm I'm stationed exactly where I need to be to do exactly what I need to do. Yes. And that shift of the framework was super powerful. It's just that reorientation back to gratitude and like, how is this lesson serving me right now? Yes. And that's such a great point. I'm so glad that you brought that up because that was, you you saying it right now was such an aha moment that last year was such a gift for us to see that in order for us to shift and keep moving forward, things need to change. And the challenges that come forth for us are not against us, they're working for us. And usually you'll find that when you're asking a call in new things in your life, that's when what looks like exteriorly all this dismay and disruption comes and happens. And there could be a moment where you're going to choose, let's live in this fear. You know, nothing ever works out for me. I just want to change and I'm always stuck in this rut. But if you choose in that moment to see it with gratitude and realize Ah, you look at it from the bigger picture and realize, Mm -hmm. no, this is exactly what I called forward. And Mm. this is what I needed in order for things to move in the way that I am cultivating and and moving forward in my life. Mm -hmm. Because if we're stuck in the same energy, nothing new comes out of that. Mm -hmm. We have to grow in order to expand. And usually that comes with what we think is, Terrible things happening to us, but it really is just the tower moment of allowing that old energy to leave for something new to grow. And we were speaking before we started recording today about what we were grateful for this week. And what actually came up for me a lot was all the challenges that have happened for me. Mm. And I love how you said that we get to choose and the frame that we put ourselves in. I got to really sit down and look at it. And in my in my gratitude journal this week was really being thankful for all those terrible moments. Because without them, right, quote unquote, terrible moments Air in quotes. that time. Yeah. <laughs> I thought my whole life was over and so much of these big moments that happened for me. And to look at it now and realize that I would not be the woman I am today without those. And the woman I am today in comparison to where I was before, I love who I am. And I love who I keep becoming and growing. And it's through these moments of adversity that we keep growing. And to sit down 
and be grateful for those times that you thought your life was over is actually a really powerful practice. Because mm. like you were saying, it's in that practice that you get to see things from a different perspective. Yeah, beautiful. And it's those moments where your life feels like it's ending where it actually is in right. order for a new life to birth and a new timeline to be created. And I love that you spoke into you know, the gratitude for the adversity, because without that adversity, you wouldn't even know who you are or like mm. how powerful you are mm. without going through those obstacles, without leaning into those edges, without showing yourself what you're made of, mm. right? You don't get to build character and you don't actually get to find out like how powerful and how strong and resilient, resilient you are if you're staying in a comfort zone. So like growth really does happen outside of that, that comfort zone, right? And right. the goal is to be so comfortable with who you are and like so centered in the gravity or the truth of who you are mm-hmm. that you can navigate all of the external discomfort and breaking down of, of paradigms and systems like, you know, what COVID did to us collectively, like the pandemic just shook everything so, you know, so blatantly. And, and it was terrifying for a lot of people because there was so much uncertainty in that there's still so much uncertainty in it. And it's like the real challenge and the real test is, okay, how much can you surrender to the divine intelligence that is animating everything in existence Mm. and remembering the unification of all of it? Because all fear comes from a sense of separation. Yes. Yeah, and such a good point because when you're so scared and down and out, you think everyone's against you. And it's that separation from thinking that you're not a part of it all, mm-hmm. that everyone is has got it out for you. And that in itself is is you unal- unaligned with source, unaligned right. with yourself, mm-hmm. which is the ego's goal. Mm. The ego and this is, this is where we could talk about the ego. Like mm-hmm. I heard at an event the other day, this guy was like, um, he was like, he said something about killing his ego. It's like, I just want to kill it. I just want to kill my ego. You know, I'm thinking for my ego, but like, I'm going to kill that thing. And I'm sitting there like, Ooh, we don't want to kill our right. ego. Our right. ego is our friend. And that's actually one of the biggest pet peeves I have when people get really into, spiritual work or plant-based medicine is that a big buzzword is ego death Mm -hmm. and they think that the goal or the point of doing this is once your ego is gone then you can fully live life in these beautiful synchronicities and see the beauty and wonder of everything when it's not the point we live in a plain field of duality and we need both to survive without our ego we if we didn't have it, you know, we would touch touch the stove and, and keep touching and keep getting burnt. But our ego serves to protect us. Mm-hmm. So once we realize that something hurts, it serves to protect us, right? Like the ego gets in the way. The ego's point is literally to protect us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In, in this 3D body. Mm-hmm. And the subconscious, the id, right, is the remembrance of the connection to source. Subconscious is source and ego is you here. Your, your frame here teaching you how to live here. You need both to survive. So it's very important that we learn how to befriend our ego. Right. And also get to navigate when we tell it, it's okay. I'm okay. I can do this part. Right. Yes, exactly. To not, 
to not demonize our ego, but to recognize that it is here to protect and serve us and to have it serve in coherence with our heart. So like the mind is a really powerful operating system, a computer. And the thing is, so many people have been operating from the mind as the compass through life, like listening to our heads and the thoughts that are are going that are, you know, the monkey mind can Mm -hmm. be so debilitating. Mm -hmm. And the true practice, and this is where gratitude is so powerful and such a powerful anchor back into alignment Mm -hmm. is that our ego gets to work in coherence with our hearts. So our hearts become the compass. Mm. Our feelings become the way that we navigate through this external reality once we're connected to the state of gratitude. And it's like, I love how you touched on being grateful for the adversity and the challenge because we do live in a world of duality and we did come here to experience the full spectrum of being human and Mm -hmm. being in this form. And it's such a blessing and a gift. Like um, I was having a conversation last night with some, with my mom and my boyfriend actually about Mm -hmm. plant medicine and about um, going on a journey into the oneness, into the infinite, and then coming back to realize how grateful you are to be in a human body experiencing the duality. Biggest takeaways from plant-based medicine I think or frog medicine or whatever medicine gratitude to be a fucking human (laughs) (laughs) I think I was touching upon last week that one of the most powerful things of coming back from DMT was my breath Mm. and how I take that for granted and the and then it just Mm. it, it just you know spirals of what we keep taking for granted every day Mm. that was yeah beautiful and that was my um big takeaway when I actually had my experience of like coming, really feeling my full embodiment as a human was exactly that. Like, mm. and then it comes all, it all comes back to gratitude. It's like the gratitude for the sun setting and the way that yes. the sky illuminates with these vibrant colors and, and the flowers that are here for us to enjoy their beauty and to like, you know, to, to, to help the ecosystem of the natural world. Like everything's in a symbiotic relationship with everything and the beauty that's here is here whether we recognize it or not. So if we choose to tune into the vibration of gratitude for like even the apple that we eat and the crispness of it as we're biting into it and the flavor, like another way that I really tap into gratitude is sensual through sensuality, mm. through buying myself roses through like eating a decadent meal and listening to like sensual music in my ear pods as I'm like really savoring and Mm. feeling into what I'm eating and like how my body is responding to. Because that's you being grateful for the human experience and every facet of it, that you get to look at a flower, that you get to feel within your body, that you get to use your eyes and look around and just be in awe of the experience mm-hmm. we're in. Mm-hmm. And allowing yourself to feel all of it. Because sometimes what I've recognized is those feelings of ecstasy, which mm. is ecstasy is like the interconnectedness, the recognition of the interconnectedness of everything. So if we're here in a state of ecstasy, sometimes it's so overwhelming. The pleasure is so overwhelming to people who are not used to it mm-hmm. that it's easy to close it out. Mm. Ah, I could definitely feel that. <laughs> I definitely could relate to that. So it's like, how 
this is another practice of like my practice of gratitude. How can you enrich your space and your life in a way that activates your human senses in a way that that's exciting, that feels good, that like reinforces that gratitude for being alive? Yes. Yes. And these are all like great theories and, and, and speaking into our feelings of it, but I have a very analytical mind as well <laughs> that wants to know, okay, that's great, but explain to me how within my human body, scientifically, this makes sense. So that's why I, I actually saw a video this week with Dr. Bruce. I don't know if he's a doctor, but I know he's a, a biologist, a developmental biologist, what they call him, Bruce Lipton, whose work is just as powerful as uh, jo- Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm-hmm. And so I saw a video on the power of gratitude. So I took notes because it's just so fascinating. Yes. And <laughs> okay, so we start off with the nucleus, right, within our body. And that has 46 chromosomes in it. And what I found interesting is that 23 is from the mother and 23 is from the father. That beautiful duality right there. And then, so what is a chromosome? It's a sleeve of proteins wrapped around a double helix of DNA. And then at the end of that are these things called telomeres. And telomeres are at the end of the chromosomes. Like I was saying, so like, you know, the X and Y chromosomes at the end of it is the telomeres. And... What's fascinating about that, it's after the genes itself, and it's part of the DNA that actually doesn't program anything within it. And so when DNA reproduces, an enzyme comes in when it's ready, and the helicase enzyme moves through the DNA, and it moves through two separate strands. And since the telomeres don't program DNA, They're just the extension. So they're kind of like the open, the way the enzyme gets through, it's because it's open and it allows it to break the the helix. And I hope you're still with me. (laughs) The DNA polymerase runs down the ladder of the DNA and makes a copy of what's behind it. But the telomeres never makes a copy Mm. because it's not programmable. And that's when, when you run out of telomere, that's when aging starts to happen because it keeps reproducing. And since that's the part that doesn't copy, you lose strands of it. Mm. And what they found is that when DNA runs out of telomere, that's when, like I said, aging happens, but also disease and depression comes in. And so a scientist by the name of Elizabeth Blackburn saw that at the end of an enzyme where the telemeters is, is another enzyme called telomerase. And what she noticed is these are, um, telomerase can actually be expanded. And that, and then they were trying to figure out how that process happens. And they realized that depression, all that sets in, because that's not expanding. And what causes that to not expand is poor nutrition, childhood abuse, verbal and physical, domestic violence, post-traumatic stress disorder, and no self-love or loss of love. So Mm -hmm. essentially when you have no purpose in life, 
there's no reason for it to the tele the telomerase to grow stronger in bond. Mm. And so when you actually so these beliefs can shut down the enzymes from reproducing. But they found that things that will enhance your life to live healthier, longer in existence is being grateful. Mm. <laughs> so your body literally, the DNA within your body literally responds to the gratitude in you because essentially you're telling it that you are so grateful for the experience that you are having around you that you want more. Mm. So your own body starts to reproduce more of this feeling because you are in alignment that you're grateful for it. Yeah. It's kind of like if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. And so within your DNA, if you are using this extra strand to allow gratitude to come in, your body responds to it. Mm. And other things that help our exercise, positive outlook self-love and love and the most important is that you're in service Mm. but all of those things are so intermingled you can only have those things if you're grateful you don't have self-love if you're not grateful for your life and your health and yourself right so our body is always keeping score our body is always listening to what we are telling it And our DNA literally shows that within us. And so it's just really important to understand that you are in control of your operating system. And the more, so biologically, the more grateful you are for the life you have, the more your body's going to respond to that and give you more and give you a healthier life. Mm, beautiful yeah wow thank you so much Karina for sharing that yeah it's very powerful to understand a scientific approach to your spiritual life because they're interconnected they're one and the same yeah yeah I, I love that when science meets spirituality and I love that you get to bridge that because my mind does not work in the in that analytical I mean I can be analytical but not in the in the way where I will look up the science behind Mm. the way things work I feel like it's a lot more just I know you really tapped into your intuition as well but a lot of it's just an intuitive recognition yeah and just like ah oh okay cool got it it is but I also want it's also important for me to speak into this in a language that everyone Everyone can understand understand. I love I really appreciate that yeah that's so so powerful and Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. It made me want to piggyback off of it because, you know, we do live in a world of energy Mm -hmm. and everything is, is, is responding to the vibration that we are emitting. And so being in the attitude of gratitude allows us to not only be grateful for everything we have, but also it allows for the vibration to call in more things to be grateful for. It just all builds upon each other. Yes. So no matter how dark or grim things are, there's always something, always something to find to be grateful for if you are alive. 
always something. And then that's like the little breadcrumb that you build upon. And then eventually you have a feast if you are consistent with it, mm. which is why I love meditation and hypnosis because, you know, being in the external world and, you know, maybe working a lot or a nine to five or whatever it is, like to have that reset button every day mm-hmm. to reorient, like first mm-hmm. thing in the morning, first thing before going to bed, it it really helps. And if we do this at a young age, we get to prolong that yes. experience. And then as we get older, we have, you know, we're kind of already wiring our neurons to fire in that way and to avoid depression and disease and, you know, purposelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to just piggyback off of that and um, speak into the fact that you spoke into something, but our, our body is like 80% water. What is it? 80%? Around there, right? Yeah, Around like 80% to 80. water. Around the, the percentage of water to earth ratio. Right. So our planet is a water planet and we are water beings technically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, doctor, was he a doctor? Uh, oh, is this the guy that would speak into water and mm-hmm. crystallize? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Marusu Emoto. Uh-huh. I think he was, he might have been a doctor. No, he was a, he was an author and a businessman, a pseudoscientist who claimed that human mm. consciousness could affect the molecular structure of water. So he wrote the book, The Hidden Messages of Water and mm. the Secret Life of Water. He was all about studying water and he did these experiments where he would speak into water and and the way that water would respond to hate, it would like get all dark and and murky and crystallized in this really kind of creepy looking way. And then when he would speak love to the water, it would crystallize in this beautiful, like light Mm. angelic structure almost. And it just really speaks into, you know, the thoughts that we're thinking and the, the energetic imprints that we are creating through what we're choosing to feed into you know, whether that's fear or love or gratitude or scarcity is what the water in our body on a molecular level is storing and holding on to. Yes. Yes. That's so, such a big aha moment of you saying that. It's just really? like how you said, how we were talking about the body keeps score mm-hmm. and then just comparing it to the fact that it is water within us. And even to think about when the vibration and then the feeling of, mm-hmm. you know, when we get so angry and so mad and the way it comes out of us how it literally takes over our whole body and it feels like it almost gets stuck in there Mm -hmm. right and just to know when you're actually saying something loving and you feel it and it's genuine and it's coming from your heart Mm -hmm. just how much lighter that feels in your body Mm -hmm. the difference between the lightness of positive words and the density of negativity and how that just feels like it kind of like it does bunch up within you 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 physically like tense yeah yeah so that would make sense that it tent like our body the water the molecules just kind of form this barrier of hatred right right? and then like walking around the world with all this armor yeah that's why gratitude like a like the feeling you were talking about it allows you to just ah relax and just be more open because you're more open to what is going right in your life Mm. so that is like you know I feel like we're speaking into how that's kind of unfolded in this past week is like that reorientation no matter what the adversity is of starting the day out in gratitude and then just kind of like allowing that to snowball 
and, and catching because I knew we were doing this podcast too, is like catching the moments that I start to kind of pivot from gratitude and having this kind of internal process of like, how quickly can I recenter and come back to gratitude? Yes. And like you were saying, every day is a new opportunity because it really is a blank slate. Mm -hmm. Every, it's almost like, you know, like that movie, 50 first dates where she wakes up every day and she doesn't <laughs> yeah. remember anything. But that's really how we should approach life, right? Because it's also, it could be a deeper discussion later about being attached to things and the source of attachment and mm-hmm. that can really weigh you down too. So if you wake up every morning with a blank slate and the first thing on your plate is gratitude, mm-hmm. imagine how powerful that act is. Instead of bringing whatever pissed you off the day before and the day before that and the day before that and how people hold on to that and it just grows and grows and grows. And eventually it's going to be a little hard to break through that because that's all you see. But then that's also kind of really a relief to know that just as easily something terrible can get stuck within you, you can rewire that and start with the things that make you happy. And that's why the practice of gratitude is so important. Because like Zoe was saying, you're building upon that. Mm-hmm. And it, and I know sometimes it could feel so fake and foreign. And I don't want to sit here and be that type of like, everything is so easy. Like that really frustrates me mm-hmm. <laughs> within the spiritual community sometimes. Is that um, I don't want people to feel unvalidated with the intensity of the, of human life, right? Yeah. Of, of the journey and of, of the crap that feels like we've been dealt with. But, and it, we all are, we all are being challenged with things like that. Mm-hmm. And we're here to lift each other up and here to remind each other the power of looking within and looking outside of what really lights you up and what you're grateful for and mm-hmm. how that practice even though it can feel so foreign, if you're in such a dark place, it can feel so foreign. So far away. Yeah, from you to call that in. But it's the first step. And keep going through that uncomfortableness of it feeling like it's not real or authentic. Because eventually it does feel real and authentic. You're building that muscle within yourself. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, and I feel called to share this. If you are in a space that feels dense or dark or tense right now, I invite you to just feel, really drop into your heart and just feel, you don't even have to think about it, what is going right in your life, what you are grateful for, whether that's driving your car, if you're in your car, the fact that you have a car that works, You know, the fact that you found this podcast and that you're tuning in to frequencies that are uplifting, um, whether that's the fact that you had a cup of coffee this morning or you got to hug a loved one or the people you love are healthy and safe, whatever it is, I invite you to just allow yourself to feel into anything and everything that's going right in your life right now, even Mm. if that feels challenging I invite you to challenge yourself to reorient your vibration back into what is working out what is going right and then that is how you shift everything else in your life 
is by blooming where you're planted, recognizing where you're planted and not fighting it because the more we fight, the more we resist anything, darkness, negativity, happiness, joy, like anything that we resist persists. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And we get to be open to those those vibrations that feel good and, and allow ourselves to, to feel into them. You know, sometimes we don't allow ourselves to feel into gratitude because we don't feel deserving of it or there's mm, like a certain level yes. of guilt around it, around right. our own happiness and enjoyment. And that's another thing to lean into. Is, and well, also, I think a lot of people are around other people that have a lot of negative energy and they kind of seep into that frame. And I know sometimes it can be really hard when the people that bring you down the most or make you feel ungrateful could be your mother, your brother, your loved one, and you feel kind of stuck to that energy. But this is why this practice within your sovereignty is so important because once you step away from everyone else's energy and you get to just be you your gratitude book, you and source, you just sitting in your own energy and really sitting here without anyone else's influence but yours and realizing that there are things to be grateful for, you're going to see such a huge difference, not only within yourself, but the people around you too. Mm-hmm. You're just going to start leading by example. Absolutely. By keeping within your own sovereignty. Yes, I was just talking to two clients today about this exact thing where there's like Mm -hmm. a recognition of that ripple effect Mm -hmm. because when you're starting to reorient back into your sovereignty, you realize no one has the power to make you feel any sort of way. it's, it's, It's you have the power to take your power back and to to literally alchemize and shift the way you feel and that allows you to feel into gratitude because you are literally in your own space. You're in your own frame, like Karina said earlier, instead of tuning into everyone else's frame. And, you know, so many people are so influenced by the media. Right. Watching the news. Yes. You know, following all of this, just kind of mindfully, like eating processed food, all of these things like really deteriorate your immune system and your ability to be in a higher vibration. So it's like being mindful of what you're consuming, the media, the podcast, the music, the lyrics mm-hmm. to the music that oh you're listening gosh, to. Yes. The food you're eating, is it alive? Is it processed? You know, like what are you putting into your body? What are you tuning into? Are you following, you know, celebrity feeds that are not really advocating for things that are that positive, you know, it's your like growth, your growth, you're giving so much of your energy to people that you don't even know and don't support your growth. Remember to reclaim that power for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that there's, you know, and this is all, this could be its own podcast episode. But a lot of the this practice of coming into your sovereignty, the whole practice is taking full ownership of yourself and your mm-hmm. life and shifting out to out of herd mentality and victim mentality Mm. recognizing that you are a creator being that you you have the power literally in your hands and 
you get to remove yourself from anything that is distracting your alignment with source so that you can recharge in your channel and your energy. And then from that space of being recharged, you get then get to look into the external world and see what is actually aligned with you. Yes. Yes. And with that, actually, I feel like maybe next week we can talk about frequency and the different um, resonance of the different frequency of different emotions and so that you can be aware now that you're grateful for what you have and you're starting off right, you can now decide what you're going to let in. Mm. And if you understand what level, because everything's vibration, everything is frequency. So in order to keep going up, you have to uh, invite and attract and seek things that are at that level and vibration. Right. And that requires a level of disengagement from the external world mm. so that you can really recharge in your sovereignty. So next week, maybe we can do sovereignty and frequency and the way mm. that it plays off of each other. Like when sure. you're in your sovereignty. And or we then- can choose one and then play off the other, whatever we feel is more important to grow from that. Yeah. But that's so good because I feel like yeah recharging in your sovereignty uh-huh. is how you can identify what frequencies are in alignment with you mm. in that case in the ladder that we're going I think sovereignty is yeah. really important yeah beautiful yeah source-based sovereignty mm. and then recognizing because there are so many dimensions and so many different energetic realities and timelines happening yes that if you're not in your source-based sovereignty it's so easy to get sucked into denser vibrations or or just timelines that are not actually aligned with your highest expression and self and then that's where lethargy and stagnancy and depression and anxiety and all of the fear-based experiences as a human come from right right and I know a lot of people could be new to the whole uh concept of dimensions and timelines and framework but it's very important to make this um not a taboo or not weird or not you know it's it's real it's a reality that (laughs) we get to speak into and normalize hopefully yes that's that's the word i was looking for thank you yeah (laughs) no i got you boo (laughs) but i love how you bring it back to kind of you know uh, introducing certain concepts that maybe are are new to some of our listeners because you know it's a lot of it can feel very abstract so with Karina and I you'll get like science and intuitive based approaches to everything and also just like our own experiential um, practices modalities right. teachings learnings like some of the most important ways to learn is by storytelling and to hear our mm. stories and what we've been through it 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 really will normalize the experience and and just uh, I personally learn best also when I'm hearing other people's stories because I can resonate with it and then I can realize that this human journey is about the different experiences mm-hmm. so once we speak into that as well and in, into it, it it's it's just all encompassed and again what we're trying to do here is Give the information that's coming through us to as many people as possible to be of service and to help. Mm -hmm. Help teach how to alchemize. 
Right. Yeah. Beautifully said. And, you know, sometimes hearing stories, I know when I was in my spiritual awakening and I've shared this before, like I would seek out podcasts and content with um, people that I really resonated with. And it was a select few, you know, you gravitate toward people who um, can speak into your experience in some way. Mm-hmm. Like it's all very synergistic. Mm-hmm. So your attraction to our podcast, like there's something that drew you here. Right. You know, so like, us being able to share stories might shine some light on your experience. And really that light is your awareness. Like the way we alchemize anything is through the light of our awareness and our consciousness, Mm. which sometimes can only happen when we hear another person's experience. Right. There's no other way to like really express it or, or, or get to that root. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're shining our light in order. We're lighting our fire so we can light yours. Mm-hmm. And that continues within the earth and the world. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, so that you can provide warmth for others and so on and so forth. Mm. And we just ripple out this wave of warmth and love and comfort and, and unification through this process of absolutely awakening. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it for today mm-hmm. and thank you so much for tuning in and tuning in within yourself and listening to yourself and thank you for showing up and for doing the work and for all that you're doing within the planet we recognize you and the light in us sees the light in you and we thank you so much mm. yeah beautiful aho thank you just rippling off that thank you for tuning in um we appreciate you know it's a co-creation like you listening to this gives it a purpose so thank you for contributing to our purpose on this planet and for being willing and courageous enough to dive into the depths of your own being and and to explore the uncharted territory of you know the collective unconscious well i mean it's not completely uncharted territory but as you're getting into this it feels very uncharted and foreign which is terrifying to the ego so just honoring you for honoring yourself and honoring your journey and yeah next week we'll speak into sovereignty yes thank you so much we love you and we'll see you next week thank you Mwah.